Hello, hello friends. Welcome to a different look. We're back and ready to go. Um, in case you haven't been here before, my name is Megan and across the table from me is my best friend Grace Patterson. Hello. And we're here to just kind of talk about things that I feel like people don't talk about a lot. So today we're going to talk about debates. Have you ever been one? What's your favorite one you've seen? Do you like doing the election debates? That was Grace Patterson, everybody. Um, <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're just gonna talk about debates. Specifically, we want to start off with debate versus argument. So debates tend to be a little bit more organized, and arguments tend to be a little more chaotic. Debates are also a little bit more respectful, more, like she said, organized. Oftentimes, there's time limits for each things, for each section that you can talk. Um, I was just watching the Bill Nye and Ken Ham debate again. And that has been a long time ago, maybe nine years, according to when this podcast is published. And um, they all both had time limits. They had a five-minute opening, and then they had a 30-minute presentation. But they each took turns, and it was they had a guy keeping time for them. Yes. Um, so that's like a little bit about kind of debate versus argument. And then Grace Patterson, you did a little bit of research into the history debates, right? I did, yes. So, interestingly enough, debates have gone on since, like, 450 BC, at least. I can only imagine, like, that they started out as arguments and maybe were, uh, they evolved into debates, potentially. But some of the first debaters were Greek and Roman scholars, Socrates and Cicero. No judgment if I said those incorrectly. Then, fast forward a little bit further into the 1850s, President Lincoln and Stephen Douglas had their first presidential debate, and those soon after became a regularity. Then, first debate on television in 1956 was with President Eisenhower and his Democratic opponent, Aldi Stevenson. So, that's interesting. And soon after, like six years later, there was one broadcasted on the radio as well. So yeah, that's like kind of history of debates. Um, so now we're going to kind of get into uh, like the forum of debates and how, like kind of how that works. So yeah. So in, when you're forming your debate, you probably take some prep time before. One of the things that, a few things that you want to like follow is this order called peel. Now, like peel a banana, P-E. E-L. I really don't like bananas. Yes, we found that out this morning. She does not like bananas. Anywho, so the first point is you want to state your point. For example, like if you're writing an essay, because I like to write and write essays and stuff, it would be your thesis. Like, for example, I think that the horse blanket is green. That would be the point. Then you would continue on uh, explaining your point elaborating on it just a little bit when one of the debates i watched recently they took their thesis and kind of explained it just a little bit and then in the next like 30 minute section they expounded on it more and were able to ask each other other questions they what's the next point megan um yeah so next point is kind of giving examples of that and so for example she might be like okay so like we know that this is green because this rocky mountain blanket is red and then we have another blanket that has red and green on it and obviously if there's two different colors on it then they can't be the same right yep 
And then the last one is link it all back together. Again, referring it back to as if you're writing an essay. This would be your conclusion paragraph. This is the part where you decide, okay, here's everything that I've already said. You kind of give a quick summary and tie it up with a bow and conclude it. Yeah, so that's kind of like the structure of debating now. We're going to get into how you should like act in a debate, just because I think sometimes, like we said earlier, like we, if we aren't careful, we'll swing towards argument versus debating. And kind of like looking in and into like research and then also like personal experiences, taking some debate courses. The base thing is just listening to the other person. Because um, if you like, stop listening to them, then you tend to not know what you're debating and you just start throwing arguments that aren't relevant at the other person. Right. So, not sure if you've ever watched a a debate or sat in on Congress when they're creating bills, but there is a thing that you can do if you need a point of clarification or a point of information, as they call it in Congress, where someone can be speaking For example, Megan's talking about the green horse blanket and how it is actually red. Now, I I can jump in and politely go, point of information. Now, she can either acknowledge it and accept it or not. If she accepts it, I can state my point, she can answer, and then she will continue. However, this should not be a tactic where you are constantly going, point of information, point of information, point of information. During your presentation, you can definitely ask your opponent questions and be like, yes, so in your presentation, when you were talking about how the green horse blanket is red, can you clarify what you meant when you said this? Points of information are to be used kind of sparingly for momentary um, clarification if something's not super clear for you, and that way you can get some information on that right away. Point of information on that. Do you know how many times you can use that in a debate, or is it just kind of open-ended? I do not know. Politeness is key, so as sparingly as you can, that would be what I would say. Solid. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of like a little bit about debating, and the structure of it, and the history of it. And I would say the biggest takeaway that you guys can take from this is, like, if you have to go into a debate, just be respectful and, like, actually listen to the person that you're debating against instead of stopping to listen to them, because that's not productive for you, that's not productive for the other person, and that can get really confusing for the audience, and usually you're not necessarily trying to convince the other person your argument, or not your argument, your point is correct. You're trying to convince whoever's listening that your point is correct because either it'll be a judge or it'll be your audience um, that you're trying to convince. And I feel like I said the word convince like 14 billion times. So I'm sorry, friends. I'm convinced. Yeah, clearly we both have a lot of experience in debates. Just kidding. 100%. <laughs> we don't. Um, hey, what's the difference between an argument and debate? Did we already talk about that? Yeah, at the beginning. Yes. that's awkward my brother and i used to have arguments not debates i thought of them as debates but they were definitely arguments i don't really know i think the biggest thing is honestly just like listening because i have some stuff on like like you said stating a thesis um 
or like being well informed and i think it is important to be well informed but not just on your topic but the other person's so like one of my favorite debates i've ever done is whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich which is like grace just rolled her eyes which is a really common really funny debate to me because like it just honestly gets into how your bread is shaped um (laughs) yeah so Anyway, in order to successfully debate that, I had to look into the different sides of it, of like what's considered a sandwich and what's not considered a sandwich. Um, and turns out we decided it is a sandwich because of the way Who's the we. I was not in on this. My uh, literacy class in college. The wrong. No. Anyway, it's because the bread is connected like a sub sandwich, except the only difference is you've round meat in it instead of flat meat. But that's besides the point. The point is, it wouldn't have gone well if I didn't know where the other side was coming from. Is a hamburger flat? Yeah. No, it's not. Lunch well, meat is flat. A hamburger ha- is, like, it's a disc. And it's, like, it's not fat, flat. It, like, kind of, like, has a curve in the middle. Real hamburgers. Not pre-made. Well, if you're going to do that, then technically no meat is flat. All meats are three-dimensional, because everything on this plane is three-dimensional. So then everything is... A sandwich. A hot dog. (laughs) Alright, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Everything is a hot dog. Yeah, let's go hot dogs. Actually, I don't like hot dogs. I don't like hot dogs either. Okay, so getting back on track here. What are some of the goals for debating? Like, how do you know if you've won? You just kind of know at the end. I feel like it's usually if you can run out of points to make that haven't already been disputed or turned down. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like debates, there becomes a point where you're not trying to win. It's more that you're trying to prove yourself more correct. Because, like, the other person might not be not wrong. They just might be less correct. For example, like, like let's take the hot dog as a sandwich. Hot dogs aren't classified as a sandwich in society. But that doesn't mean they aren't sandwiches. So neither side is wrong. You're just trying to focus on which side is more right than the other. Yeah. And I think, like, knowing whether you've won is more of just, like, what are your goals going into it? Are you going into it just for fun? Well, then if you had fun, great, you won. If you're going into it to learn about how other people think and maybe how to challenge yourself and think a little bit better that way, like, then, great, yep, you won. If you walk away feeling like, okay, now I have a better understanding of this and that was your goal, great. Um, Yeah, and some people just do it for fun, like, to build friendships because out of those debates come the most random uh, conversations and um yeah and those conversations build rapport and friendship so anyway guys so that um was kind of our podcast on debates and what that means and what that looks like and go ahead and drop in the comments whether or not you think a hot dog is a sandwich yeah definitely do that and a hot dog is not a sandwich team grace or team megan but thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, you should, on your next time we have like election debates or search debates online, I definitely recommend looking at some of the Ken Ham and Bill Nye, the science guy, 
debates. Those are fun to watch um, and gives you a different perspective of how to think about things. So definitely look into those and see if you see any of the things that we talked about today. All right, friends, that's a wrap. Bye. Goodbye.